Welcome back to the Black Health Lit Podcast, where we focus on all things Black health. The goal of Black Health Lit is to ignite a movement towards better Black health. I'm your host, Rachel Ray Crowder, a public health professional and healthcare consultant in Columbus, Ohio. Today's episode is titled Stress, Inside and Out. I had a discussion with Sinclair Walker, straight out of California, who is a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. That was a lot. In other words, she knows what she's talking about when it comes to food. She works to help women lose weight, heal their metabolism, and learn how to listen to their bodies. On this episode, we talked about how to better be in tune with your body so that you can recognize and better manage those stressful moments in life. Tune in to learn what you can do for just five minutes a day to lower your stress level. I hope you enjoy listening to the Black Health Lit podcast and you apply some of the practical information that you learn. However, I do want you to know that Black Health Lit is not a replacement for the advice of your licensed clinical professional. Also, make sure you check out the episode show notes to connect with the Black Health Lit community and check out this episode's read on how the stress of racism can harm your health. All right, welcome back to the Black Health Lit Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sinclair Walker, and we are talking about stress inside and out. Before we jump into the topic, Sinclair, can you go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience? Yes. Hello, everybody. I'm very, very happy to be here on the Black Health Lit Podcast. Super, super excited to join you here today. Um, But my name is Sinclair Walker. Um, I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. That's a mouthful. (laughs) So if I ever mention that again, I'll just say I'm an FDNP. Uh Uh, But basically, I'm here to help. My my main mission right now is to help uh, Black women lose weight by healing their metabolism and really being able to listen to their bodies. Um, That's kind of my uh, my MO is, uh, you know, helping people just being able to listen to their unique bodies because I'm all about taking a, a unique and uh, individualized approach to health. So that's really what I what I like to do is I like to help people figure out what is what is the best way for you to live a healthy life. There's no yes. one size fits all approach to health. So we yes. got to kind of tailor it and figure it out and individualize it for each of us. So that's what I'm all about. Um, I am a California native, born and raised. Um, so I was born in Riverside, California. And then went up to Northern California to study chemical engineering at UC Davis. Um, And then after that, went into the corporate world for a little bit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) almost five years before I realized that that's not where my my passion was. Yeah. And and actually just last year in November, uh, you know, left the corporate world to pursue my my passion and health full time. So uh, yeah, now I'm I'm blessed to be able to wake up and run the business with my, my King Devon um, we, we have a business, True Health Forever, um, and that's really where, where we house all of our passion projects, including Queen to Queen Coaching, which is my health coaching uh, business that um, pretty much helps Black women uh, lose weight, listen to their bodies, and just feel, my, my, my slogan is, I want you to feel so good that yes. you go back to the back of your closet and pull out that freakum dress, because I know- Okay. <laughs> 
yes 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 in the visualization is so key we are all so different I did not know you were a chemical engineer um, my sister is a chemical engineer actually so I'll have to connect you two um so you mentioned that you want women to be able to listen to their bodies you know take that individualized approach to their own health and that's a great way to jump into our first discussion item which is you know just to level set what is stress and how does someone know they are experiencing a stressful moment yeah so I've learned it's it's almost hard to describe describe stress without using the word stress. So what I've determined <laughs> is like the best way to 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 describe stress is anything that takes the body out of like homeostasis. Anything okay. that takes the body out of like its normal day-to-day, what it what it um kind of like the normal set point that your body, the optimal point, if you will, that your body wants to stay on to regulate itself, whether it's body temperature, whether it's, you know, your blood pressure, there's always an optimal setting that our bodies are kind of set at um, and want to stay there. And we call that homeostasis. Okay. Anything that the body senses that takes the body kind of out of that homeostasis is, yeah. is you know, can be considered stress. And there's different types of stress, right? You've got the external stress, which is things from the outside, things happening in your life uh, that may affect you emotionally. Um, And your body, you know, your body perceives that as stress. And then that kind of cascades into internal stress, Mm -hmm. which are all of the things that happen inside of your body as a result of you perceiving that stress. Mm -hmm. Um, So to your second question, the how do you know that your body is kind of going through that stressful moment? Right. There are some some, some telltale, some telltale, wow, telltale signs (laughs) that, um, you know, we typically experience when we get into this, this stressful state. Um, Our bodies are, are designed to go into what's called the fight or flight mode. And that's basically like the minute that our bodies perceive any type of stress the brain although our brains are fantastic and amazing beings uh, you know things in our in our bodies they don't actually know the difference between being chased by a bear in the woods and you know being in a car accident on the freeway or dropping your phone on the cement face down all of that is going to trigger some type of physical response in the body right right so this can be heavy breathing this is typically your blood pressure going up. This is typically your, you may start to sweat. Um, You know, there are a lot of things that happen in the body um, that put yourself in that, in that mode to be able to either fight or flight. Yeah. Fight meaning, okay, it's time for me to fight for my life. Yeah. Um, And then flight meaning it's time for me to get the heck out of here. Yeah. Um, And it's a survival mode, right? So it's a survival instinct that we all, it's not even something you consciously do it is instantly you know um, triggered the minute your body perceives stress um so yeah you know whether again whether it's an an acute stress meaning something that is happening right now and that you will recover from you know within a couple hours um or whether it's chronic stress like a stressful job or things like that um you know this the response is going to be pretty much the same the difference is how long your body stays in yeah yeah So you dropped a couple of gems there. So first off, experiencing life in general, right, can be stressful. And 
we are subjected to external things. Those are the things that are happening to us. They are typically not in our control. Um, and then we have the internal stressors, you know, and it's our body responding and reacting. But then also you talked a little bit about acute versus chronic stress. Mm-hmm. And I liken that to, you know, acute health events versus chronic health events. So an acute health event may be, you know, being shot or breaking your ankle, whereas something chronic can be like diabetes, you know, COPD, some of those chronic conditions. And it just is there to stay. It is, it's on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And the acute things are like right here, right now, chronic is kind of long-term, right? Right, right. Exactly. And, and, you know, again, the body, we are, our bodies are, again, amazing, and we can recover from, you know, any type of stress. It's just, you have to kind of put yourself in that, in that, in the right environment. And unfortunately, with just the, this, the life that we live today, still in a global pandemic, like it can be hard to find that relief of like, okay, I'm not stressed out anymore, because there's typically always something that's going to be, you know, going on in the world Mm -hmm. or in your own, your own life that can cause that stress. So it's all about just finding those little moments, you know, in your day to be able and finding a technique that works for you that can like, okay, I have five minutes right now. Let me just kind of just bring my, bring my, my, my body's stress point down a a little bit. No, let me bring back, you know, trigger, trigger what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. And that basically just kind of tells your body, like I'm safe. I'm okay. It's okay to, you know, lower the blood pressure. It's okay to bring the heart rate back down. We're good to go. Um, so yeah, it can be, it can be very difficult, but that's why I, I love to help help folks kind of figure yeah. out like, okay, what's a good technique for you? How, where can we fit it into your day? Okay. Yeah. In the morning, you know, you're, you sit in the car for five minutes and just do, you know, a couple breathing techniques, finding yeah. those little points in your days is, is important. I agree. 100%. I call them 10 minute chill pills. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I am a huge, well, I used to be a huge napper. Like I used to, when I first entered corporate America, which is totally different than college life when you're young and you can just go, go, go. Um, but it can be very taxing and I would get off work and take a nap. Well, fast forward, I don't have that type of time anymore so, <laughs> to take a full blown nap, but right. now I'm, I can feel it in my body. Like you mentioned, I'm not um, going to sweat, but I can feel it in my body. It'll manifest and I'll be irritable. I may be short. I may be tense. I can feel it in my shoulders. And I'm like, my shoulders are like at my ears and I'm like, yes. ah, okay, I got to bring it down. And I'll, I will um, intentionally say, you know what? I need a 10 minute chill pill. And that can be stepping away from my computer. That can be um, having a glass of, or a cup of tea standing on my porch. I'm sure my neighbors sometimes are like, what is she doing? The other day I took my chair and sat it on my walkway because the sun is out. We were coming out of winter and I literally just sat in the sun for 10 minutes and that was it. And I was like, I'm leaving my cell phone in the kitchen. I'm going out and I'm sitting 10 minutes and it just broke up, you know, that stress from just eating me alive that day. It didn't get rid of the stressor stressors, but it did break it up and bring kind of, I felt like my blood pressure came down a lot when I took that 10 minute chill pill. 
look, the sun, the sun is amazing. It, yes. It, it, like once you, that's why I love starting the day right before this, I went out, I took a little walk, got some sun on me. Cause it really does just, there's something about soaking up that vitamin D and just feeling those rays on your face. And that is definitely one of the things that I, I agree with you that, that I do when I, when I feel stressed, like, let me just go take a walk. Cause you just feel better. There's something about, you know, being in the sun that definitely can, can break up some of that, that stress for sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and you're lucky enough to be in California. <laughs> I am. So, uh, you know, pretty much at any point, I'm like, okay, hey, son, how you doing? You there? Okay. And I'd when be mad when, it, when it's not here. <laughs> like, what? Right. When the sun comes out here in the Midwest, I am telling you, I went out, uh, I think it was Thursday, the sun was out, it was like 73 degrees. And um, we had bad weather a couple of weeks ago and you could just tell people were nicer happier it was like freaknik in the 90s almost on saint patty's day i mean people the people went crazy like <laughs> with the energy from the sun so anyway to get back on topic how do you think or how do you how do you, how would you describe the impact that stress can have on, on our overall health yeah this this is a loaded question but I think that it, it really boils down to um, what I mentioned earlier, the fight or flight mode, um, right? When your body goes into that fight or flight mode. The other point that I didn't mention earlier, but naturally happens is your body only has so much energy to put towards things. They're amazing. We're amazing beings, but our bodies need to focus, right? So when, we're, when we experience stress, our body, our mind perceives that as a threat to survival. And so what it does is it actually takes energy away from some of the vital body, uh, bodily systems um, to put yourself into that fight or flight mode, right? So it's actually taking away energy and, you know, uh, synergy from things like your digestion, from things mm. like uh, reproduction, right? Because if you think about you have to, I'm a very logical person. That's the way my mind thinks. So when I, when I finally like heard about this. I think I heard about it on a podcast or read about it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. Yes. Um, but if you think about your body in that mode, all your body is, is, real, is really worried about is getting to the next moment. Because again, it's about survival. It's like, okay, I don't know whether it's a, again, a, a bear chasing you or a yeah or your phone dropping or a, a stressful job. I don't know what's going on, but I'm here to make sure that you make it to the next hour, to the next day, right? Mm -hmm. So it's actually going to, if you think about the priorities of your body, if it's just trying to survive, the things it's not worried about in that, in that moment are, is digesting food, mm -hmm. is fighting off viruses and pathogens, um, right. is, you know, creating a baby. Like these are things that your body is not worried about when it's in, in that survival mode. So when you yeah. think about an acute stress situation, that's fine because you're going to come out of it later. But mm -hmm. if you think about being in chronic stress all the time, right, your body's never really focusing on those types of things. So yeah. if you're if you're experiencing that over years, then now you're looking at chronic indigestion. And now you're looking at chronic high blood pressure. Yeah. And now you're looking at, you know, all of these things happening over a very long time. Now you're looking at infertility. Right. And, and these can all be, it can be a cascade of different things that, you know, happen and symptoms that you're experiencing 
but it all really boils down to the fact that your body is staying in that fight and flight, that chronic stress mode all the time. Yes. Yes. Um, so like, that's, that's like the simplest way I can put it is it's great to be in that. It's great to have a body that can be put into that mode when you need it. But the other really important part that affects your overall health is your, is your ability to come out of that mode. Yes. Your ability to come back to the safe, the safe space, right. Is to, to bring everything back to that homeostasis that I mentioned earlier, where you're at a normal blood pressure because our bodies have the ability to do that, but they need to be told that it's okay to do that. And that's, that's kind of where the, you know, the stress management comes in is you speaking to your body. That's why I talk about listening to your body. It's you speaking to your body, giving your feedback to your own body saying, okay, I'm, I know you, I know brain, you don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm letting you know that I'm in my living room right now and we're okay. We're yeah. safe. You can, you can go ahead and, you know, trigger that parasympathetic nervous system. It's basically like uh, the brakes yeah. think about like adrenaline yep. as like the gas in a car, the parasympathetic nervous system is like the brakes. Um, okay. so you, you need to be able, you need to have a strong brake system and you need to be able to actually tell your body there's a stop sign coming up. We can, we can hit the brakes now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers the question in a very long-winded way, but I think that's yes. the best way that I can describe it. I love that analogy to gas in the car and a stop sign. That, that makes it simple, plain, plain and clear. Essentially, we have to kind of psych ourselves out. Now, if you're in a dangerous situation, obviously that's different, but if you are somewhere where you're safe, you're not in a violent situation, a harmful situation, and you're literally just sitting in your living room, if you're in a safe spot, look around and tell yourself, okay, it's, it's all good. I don't, I don't have to stay, um, you know, back against the wall, ready to fight off something because there's nothing there. Right. Um, you do have to be in t- very intentional about it in the society that we're living in because yes. it's all around you. Yeah. Right? I've, I've made the conscious choice. I don't watch the news anymore. Oh, it's one of the reasons because yeah. it is, that is a very, it's a very, uh, it's a trigger response for me, right? Yes. Is watching it truthfully. It's mostly negative right now. So it is a stressful situation to watch the news and, and learn about all of the stuff happening in the world. Right. Yeah. So I still get my updates, you know, via social media, but social media is another <laughs> one, right? Yeah. All of these things in your face and it can be, it can be things about what's going on in the world. It can be you seeing someone that, you know, uh, that lives a lifestyle that you want. And now you start thinking about all of the things that you need to do to get there or the things you're not doing. Like, these are all things that go into your mind and, um, really affect your, your state and, and, you know, how much you're feeling at any one given point. So it really does take some intentional, like withdrawing a little bit from, Mm -hmm. from things going around, um, in those moments and really going inside. It really does take some intentional work, um, to, to be able to do that, but it's so, it's so necessary for all of us because yeah, Yeah. we need to make sure that we're, we're telling ourselves that it's, we're, we're safe. We're good. We're okay. When yep. It's yep. Yep. And it takes time to get to that place of being able to convince yourself that you're okay. Once you're in, you know, a safe and healthy environment, we touched on this a little bit already with the 10 minute chill pill and, you know, activating that parasympathetic nerve system. Um, but just a few tips, um, maybe three tips mm-hmm. 
that's what are some tips you would say three of them for somebody who has you know five minutes a day and that's it and that that's what that sounds like a little bit of time but that's the reality for you know someone who's a mother a wife a sister especially if you're a single mom and you have a corporate career or a demanding career or even if you're not in corporate america if you work at all um you know frontline folks if you have five minutes a day Mm-hmm. like that five minutes when you pull up to your house and you sit in the car and right. you hear your favorite song to go off <laughs> <laughs> or you look at that front door and think oh my god I do not want to go into there because it's a zoo okay um <laughs> that five minutes how can somebody make the best of that and maximize that if that's all they have yes and yeah like like you said that's unfortunately the reality for for a lot of folks is like Five minutes is all you got. But the good news is that five minutes can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first thing is to experiment. Experiment. There are a lot of different stress management techniques. Okay. Um, and it, it does take a little bit of experimentation to figure out what works for you. Um, so that would be my first tip is experiment is, you know, do some research on, you know, breathing techniques or meditation techniques or listening to music or just pure silence. And, or, you know, take a walk, figure out what activity um, you can do that puts you in that, that safe space. And it's, 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 it gets easier to recognize when you're in that space, the more you go. Yep. But just whatever relaxes you, right? When you're, and think about like, when you're in those stressful moments, what do you want to do? Like when you're, when, when you walk to the house and you got the kids, mom, mom, what, you know, whatever the situation would be like, what is the instant thing that you want to do? Maybe it's a bath. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's calling a friend. Maybe it's just silence. Figure out whatever it is that you want to do in those stressful moments. That's a good place to start. For me, it's breathing. Yeah. I like instantly start like just taking a deep breath when I'm in those stressful moments. So I've been experimenting with breathing. So that would lead me to tip number two is um, practice breathing techniques. And again, there are uh, several different techniques, but I'll share with you one specific one that I love. Um, It's called box breaths. And basically, if you're just starting out, um, it is a technique where you breathe in for a certain amount of time. And if you're just starting out, maybe four seconds is a good place to start. You breathe in for four seconds, you hold the, the, the inhale, you exhale for four seconds, and then you hold again at the bottom. And each time you do that, it's for four seconds. So I like that. Inhale for four seconds. You'd hold for four seconds. You'd exhale for four seconds. And then you'd hold again at the four, for four seconds. And that's where the, the, the name box breaths, because it's kind of making a box there. Um, but that is a very powerful technique to, again, put trigger that parasympathetic nervous system and, and put you in that relaxed state. If you do that for five minutes, even three minutes, you're going to notice a difference. Oh, so yeah. I love that because it's, you can do it literally anywhere. All you need to be doing is preferably sitting um, or laying down. I actually love doing it laying down. Um, but if you're in a, if you're just at work and you're like, you know, just finished a stressful Zoom call and you, know, you just have five minutes before your next meeting, this is a great thing to like, okay, roll away from the computer for a second, five minutes of breathing, and you, you'd be amazed what that does. There are research studies that show that 
after a series of, of breathing exercises like that, um, the cortisol levels, which is like the stress hormone are actually lower. They, they took like 40 you know, participants and they took some of them and put them in a, a group that was doing the breathing techniques. And then some of them uh, that wasn't, weren't doing the breathing techniques and they measured their cortisol levels at the end. And those who were doing the breathing techniques actually had lower cortisol levels, which means that they've put themselves a little bit closer to that, you know, that, that, that safe space, yeah. that sympathetic nervous system. So again, that's not a end all be all, but if you can do that every day for five minutes, it just kind of lowers that set point. And if you do that every day, you start to improve your body's ability to handle stress. And you kind of start to train your body to, okay, when you experience stress, this is what you do. You go into your breathing and then you're in that calm state. And just that feedback of giving your body, you know, what yeah. it every day is what starts to help, you know, your body's ability to deal with stress and also your body's reserves, um, if you will, to be able to get back into that fight, fight or flight mode when it's necessary. Um, cause what, what starts right. to happen over time is we lose our ability to even be able to, you know, to be able to run away if we needed to, if, if, a, if a bear was chasing us or, uh, <laughs> you know, or another person, right. Yeah. Get into a, a dangerous situation. You need to be able to trigger that response and do what you need to do to, to yeah. stay alive. Um, so it's important to be able to come out of that mode so that you can, you can keep your ability to go back into that mode if it's necessary. I hope right. that makes sense. Right. Um, and then the last thing is just integrate it into your daily life. So I love the, the, you know, the example you gave earlier on make it, you know, the five minutes when you pull into the driveway before you go to the front door, because you know, that's something you're going to be doing every day. Yep. So integrating it into your daily life will automatically make it something that you do every day rather than just saying like, okay, I'm going to, you know, breathe for five minutes today. If you don't put a time to that, then life is going to go by, the day is going to go by, you know, and you, you may or may not remember to do that. So if you actually yep. integrate it into your daily life, um, I kind of, it's almost alluding it to a uh, habit stacking, which is atomic habits. I have the book right in my background. I love that book, but, um, he basically says like, pick a habit that you already do on a daily basis and tag, you know, your breathing technique or your, whatever your, your stress management technique is going to be on to tag it onto that thing you're already going to do. If you know the first thing you do when you wake up is make your cup of coffee, maybe you do a couple breathing exercises before you before you drink a cup of coffee because you know you're going to do that every day. So that would be my third tip is to to make it sustainable by yeah you know, packing it onto something that you're already doing. That is excellent advice, and I am I'm going to use that myself. Uh, <laughs> tag tag that one to probably either before or after I brush my teeth. You know, one of those something that's like you are going to do this every day. Right, right. <laughs> that's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that for bo the the box breathing technique because anybody can do that. Whether you can st you can't stand, you can't sit, you you have five five minutes, you don't, you know, everybody can do that young, old, everybody. And I love that, that advice is something that will have a huge impact on people's health for sure. So Sinclair, you have been amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I, love, awesome. I am applying all of this to my life. <laughs> I think that, um, 
everybody in America, really the world is impacted by stress and Americans are, are stressed out even more. And um, black women are disproportionately impacted by stress and it shows up in our health outcomes. Like you mentioned, yes. the hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, the, our um, fertility issues, mm -hmm. infant and maternal mortality. So it, it is truly all connected. So I hope that somebody hears this and they stop and breathe yes. and, and they can achieve better health or at least be put on the path to better health. So thank you so much for your gems. Um, before we wrap up, I do always ask my guest experts three questions okay. and completely unrelated to the topic. Well, not completely unrelated, but unrelated to the topic. And the first one is what does wellness mean to you? Hmm. Wellness is your ability to thrive in life. Um, I think when, when we are not well, the really survival is what we're worried about. And yeah. I think that once we can get to a point to where our basic needs are covered and we no longer have to stress about things like that, um, then we now can, we, you know, we've, we've now afforded the luxury to really put ourselves in a place where we can thrive in life. Mm -hmm. So this is not just, to me, wellness is not just not having a, any type of, you know, chronic disease or anything like that. That's, that's, a form of wellness, but I think true wellness is thriving. It's waking up with the energy to do what you love. It yeah. is, you know, eating food that feeds your mind, body, and soul. It is moving your body. It is, you know, spending time with your family. It is fulfilling your purpose, like all of these things to me and, and just having fun, like living life and having yeah. fun, enjoying life to me is wellness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that the ability to be able to do those things, I would categorize as as wellness. All right. And why is Black health literacy important? Ooh, I think that that is critical. It is so important because, especially in, in, in this country, right, Black folks, we, we are disproportionately, you know, affected by health um, health disparities because of the history that we faced in this in this country, and I think that because of that, we we have some catching up to do, if you will, you know, yeah. in terms of you know all of the the research that that is done, you know, that our medical procedures, our medical practices that are used right now, all the research that was done was not done on us, right? Yeah. It was not done on us for us, um, mm -hmm. if you will, um, and so it's not a system that is created for us. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important um, for us to start educating, you know, our folks on, hey, this is what we need to be doing to make sure that we can live a truly healthy, you know, life and, you know, experience the wellness that I talked about a second ago. So I think that because we're not living in a place where, you know, our needs are really thought of first. Right. I think it's definitely up to us to, to help each other out and really educate each other on, hey, these this is what, you know, wellness is, and this is how you can make it accessible to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then last but not least, if somebody is loving, 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 loving what you're sharing today, and they would like to connect with you um, and learn more about you and your work, or even Queen, 
I got the name right here. Sorry. Uh, queen, to, queen to Queen Coaching. Um, how can people find you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. That's my main social media where I'm at right now um, at The Health Nerd. And that is TH three E's and then Health Nerd. Um, I'm also, I also have a Facebook page for Queen to Queen Weight Loss Program. And lastly, my website, Queen, the number two queencoaching.com is where you can learn more about my services, how you can work with me, the different packages I offer and all of that fun stuff. Um, I do offer free masterclasses every month. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but I do have one on the 23rd of this month um, at 5.30. So if you go to uh, my website or my Instagram, you can definitely find a link to sign up for that. But if you miss that, no worries. I have one every single month. So just follow me on Instagram and you'll be able to find when I host those free masterclasses because I'm all about the Black health literacy, like you said. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sinclair. And I will put all of your handles and website in the episode description so that people can click out and go directly to your site and directly connect with you. Perfect. Thank you so much. This was a really great conversation. I love talking to other health-minded folks and being able to nerd out. So thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Of course. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember that the Black Health Lit podcast episodes will be released every first and third self-care Sunday of each month. To stay connected, you can find Black Health Lit on Facebook, IG, and Twitter at Black Health Lit. Let's keep the conversation going between each episode on social media with the official hashtag Black Health Lit. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Music or Spotify so that you can stay up to date and travel on this journey to reclaiming our health.